0: the sport industry access podcast episode 93 what are the core skills you need to pursue a career in sports business Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who's a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports business. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Nigel Curry. Nigel is a sponsorship and PR consultant at NC Partnership. With over 30 years of experience working in the sports industry, Nigel specialises in sports marketing, public relations and sports sponsorship. I can happily say that it's great to have Nigel as a special guest on the show. That's when today's episode, Nigel, will share his sports career journey and explain to you the core skills you need to pursue a career in sports business. Nigel, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start?
1: Well, I guess from my point of view, I um, left university with a degree in business studies. Always loved sport, and that was at a time in the in the early eighties when the sponsorship industry was just getting going. Um, it, It up until that point, it had really not, you know, been a significant part of the marketing mix. Uh, it was something that companies did if they had a little bit of spare money at the end of the year, uh, or a chairman wanted to get involved in a particular event. So it wasn't taken very seriously. Um, low budgets um, and a pretty low profile. But gradually, it it all started to change. Um, it's uh, you know, certain things happened, particularly with Cornhill. Getting involved in cricket, that was a a big stepping stone. And certainly some of the the tobacco companies realised that they were running out of options for for, um, um, spending their marketing money and sponsorship was was the last avenue open to them. So they piled millions of pounds into the sponsorship industry and from there on it, it, it sort of took off.
0: Just from your career perspective looking back, have you seen the sports industry develop to where it is now?
1: Well, the, the whole industry has changed completely. It's grown dramatically um, in the last 20-30 years and I would say in the last five years in particular, the, the, there's been a sort of realization of how undervalued uh, particularly the sponsorship market is and broadcasting rights as well. So. We're starting to see the levels of money in in sport through broadcast rights and through sponsorship, which really we should have been seeing a long time ago.
0: With regards to the money aspect, that's the biggest hot topic with regards to sponsorship, but how important is it to be backed up with engagement in modern day sport now?
1: What you see is companies and brands have seen sponsorship as a very, very good tool which they can use and they're they're becoming more and more specialist at doing it and they have specialist teams specialist individuals specialist techniques to make it work for their particular product Um, so as an industry people are putting more not only more much more money but but much more specialist effort into developing how they they absolutely get the most out of it for their particular product
0: just on a personal note, what have you learned the most from your sports career, looking back? Well, I think
1: one of the things I've learned is that if you if you love the world you work in, it, it's, it it makes getting up in the morning easier, and it makes you know a third of your life, which is probably your working life, so much more enjoyable. If you if you enjoy doing what you're doing, I think you put more into it. I think you get more out of it, and um, it, it's a very rewarding industry. You get to work meet lots of interesting people, you get to meet your heroes, you get to work with your heroes on on the sporting front. Um, And it's, from that point of view, it's it's extremely uh, rewarding and I think a lot of, particularly youngsters in the industry, love the the buzz that they they get through that.
0: Would you mind sharing to the listeners your experience from the 80s to where you are now, just to give them an overview?
1: Well, I think... uh, The the key difference from the 80s through to now is that everything now is, is as it should be, much more money and much more contractual. I mean, I loved the early days. I can remember in a Littlewoods Cup final, standing at the bottom of the steps at Wembley, handing out caps to the players as they came down the steps with the Littlewoods branding on it, which was just something we decided to do because we, we thought we could get away with it and get more branding, and we did you'd never be able to do anything like that now. Everything is much more structured, um, contracted and, and, and set in stone. So um, there's probably less room for that sort of creativity. But, um, you know, certainly it's, it's, the industry is, is certainly where it should be now in terms of contracts and how things are monitored and how things are done.
0: Just for the listeners listening in who'd like to pursue a career in the sports industry, how competitive is it to get your foot in the door?
1: Well oh, I think it's it's a pretty competitive industry to get into and in the old days it used to be just people that like sport and uh wanted to work in in the sports environment now uh, there's much more specialist sectors um which require um you know certain academic qualifications the data world is becoming huge for for sport um and you know you we're seeing very specialist teams developing who are getting involved in that but there's there's room for for but lots of different different people with different skills. So it's a fantastic sector to, to try and get into if you, if you can.
0: What you're talking about really relates to today's main podcast topic. What core skills do you need to pursue a career in sports business?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, a, a basic understanding and or, or even a love of sport is, is helpful. It's by no means essential. You know, I've had to work in a number, of, in probably just about every different sport there is, and some of which... I'm not as interested in as others and um, so a good general sports knowledge is good thereafter I think you know depending what what area you want to go into if you're going into the data analytics side of things you know maths is is, is a good starting point if you're going to the PR communic- communication side of it English is is obviously very useful so there's there's a number of different skills that, that you need and and um can apply so it's one of those careers where i I guess you don't have to set your stall out before you get your degree once you've got a degree i think you're 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 well placed into the the sports marketing sector and develop your career
0: from there out of interest what you're up to now
1: Uh, well i'm still uh working in the industry as a consultant to, to various clients and still enjoying it just as much as as ever um you know i've seen all the the communication changes that we've had through the development of the internet through to to social media now Um, but the same principles apply it's just different communication media really it's a different way um, of of communicating and, 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 and getting the same message across it's just using a more advanced quicker much quicker much more instant media
0: just on a personal note what have you enjoyed the most from your career looking back from the last 30 years the greatest fun and uh, was uh,
1: certainly in the early days was getting more out of a sponsorship than than perhaps you thought you could by you know clever use of branding by doing things uh, stunts or coming up with ideas which were, were a bit different as i said earlier it's 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 more contractual now so you're less um free to do exactly what you want but there's still huge scope for creativity, coming up with ideas, coming up with ways to get your brand noticed, coming up with ways to get the, the, a brand into the media. Um, and that that's what the, the real excitement is.
0: I think you've highlighted a really important point. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview. Where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university sports students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry?
1: The, the best thing you could probably do is get some sort of experience, Possibly volunteering the, in 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 certain so many big events now, you know the, the whole volunteer and and teamwork thing got going with Olympics and and so there. The, but there's lots of big events around the country which, uh, you know, whether it's in golf, cricket, at marathons, um, you know, where people need extra hands, uh, you know, on a short-term basis, it's good to get some experience in those sectors. Just. Put yourself about, get to meet people, um, write lots of letters and, and, and put yourself in front of people and, and give yourself a chance.
0: That is great, Nigel. I really do hope the listeners take that on board. How can people interact with you online? At, I guess through Twitter, at Nigel Curry, Um is probably as, as good a way as any. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, that link will be on my website relating to this blog post. Nigel, it's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a brilliant interview from Nigel. For me, what I enjoy about the work I do is when you speak to people who have got so much experience and I did this podcast chat with Nigel in person and to hear his career journey from the 80s to where sport is now with regards to his sport career journey, I just find fascinating and I think it's really important to learn of people like Nigel because it gives you a better Awareness of how the sports industry has developed. For example, hearing those stories and examples of how cigarette companies had such a big impact in sponsorship with regards to sports like Snooker and Formula One, now it's just changed. It's you know really different now with regards to the brands and the engagement of which brands partner or be sponsored in. Different live sporting events. And again, this is really critical to have that better understanding how business does change, does grow, and also communication. I think he highlighted a really important point that really social media isn't just about sponsorship in awareness, it's also about how efficiently we can communicate with our target audience or actually people in the industry direct. So I hope you really learned from this chat. I certainly did. And I hope you can apply it to your sports career ambitions going forward today. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Nigel said, if you love the work you do, it makes getting up in the morning easier and makes a third of your life, which is probably your working life, so much more enjoyable because working in the sports industry can be really rewarding.